they're insane or they're lost or they have dementia and they're just wandered into the gym because started nobody picking <laughs> started picking weights up, started riding mechanical horses. back to another episode um i'm here with my friend matt back again on my way to becoming the new co-host taking over the co-host position my wife is in san francisco for the weekend enjoying herself so am i the only two-time guest host yeah absolutely hell yeah yeah so you're crushing it you're in the lead um so thanks for being here i'm <laughs> Thank excited you for having me again so, uh, matt is um matt's an ideas man He's got ideas and, and, uh, we were, we were talking about podcast segments and yeah, how we can make this thing better. And you got some good ideas. And so we're going to we'll try, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna try them out. I mean, they're ideas. They're, they're ideas. I didn't do anything. We don't know if they're good <laughs> so ideas yet. We'll find out, but we're going to start with uh, this week in fitness. I think that may be a re reoccurring theme. We'll see how it goes. Um, I didn't really do any research. It just saw a few things over the week, so I'm going to chat. So in the I'm future, just, I'll be doing some I'm research. I'm just going to say, if this doesn't work, <laughs> I don't blame my idea. I blame the execution of it mm -hmm. when you're admitting you did That's no fair. research into the That's topic. Fair. That's fair. Um, a couple things. Some of them are fantastic. Some of them aren't. So, um, I saw an article this week that said home fitness equipment to hit $17 billion as an industry. That is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. Is that, would that be anything from like uh, dumbbells, Pelotons, like sure. all of that I think would, so. bands, I, everything yeah, yeah, would yeah. fall under yeah. home gym equipment? Yeah, I don't know where you draw the line because, uh, you, you know, if, you, if you're a millionaire, your home gym looks a lot different than... That's true. If, but if, if you're, yeah, I guess that's the thing is like what, what constitutes is like just gym equipment that someone bought and then put in their home yeah. and what is There's got to be some qualifier home. that I would know maybe if I read the article. <laughs> Uh, I just saw the headline. Regardless, seventeen billion is a lot. If that's just the home gym market, I'm assuming that doesn't have like supplements, all that kind of stuff. So like the entire right. like workout yeah, just industry that. for people like yeah. normal people that do it at home, yeah, is probably significantly higher than that. Either. I mean, I'm assuming that obviously that took a jump in during COVID because that's true for me and like a million people, like everyone yeah. I know, um, started and there was a run on gym equipment for for homes, and it was like that people started people started selling things at like secondary oh prices you know i'm like do this you, is a bench what do you mean yeah i was gonna say like Supply was there demand, was there specific things that were like yeah it seemed to be an even shorter supply was it like treadmills was it benches sure yeah i mean if i like if i have a client that is like i can only work out at home this is the equipment i have or if they ask me like what equipment should i get i'm like okay the minimum get a bench get some dumbbells i, I can suggest like a range or you can get one of those interchangeable ones you know what i mean that yeah, you can, yeah what does that normally range to like i think 10 pounds to i think it's somewhere like 50 or yeah somewhere yeah, yeah probably probably stops at 50 or 55 and starts at five or ten yeah that makes sense yeah. um and then a, just a band like us a couple different bands so I know you've you can been do a it. big proponent of bands like since yeah. i've known you you would take them Absolutely. on the road and we travel together and i was yeah. like this guy's crazy i know i was doing some crazy stuff with them i probably wouldn't recommend a lot of the stuff i was doing with the bands yeah i mean that back was then. Like i wouldn't do it now nearly a decade ago. actually probably yeah probably close to a decade ago yeah 
But uh, yeah, so that was probably like, I don't know, like 25-year-old Corey. Yeah, 25-year-old Corey taking bands on the road, taking them to a hotel, or I tried to find like a full gym, and I would just do reverse band bench, mm-hmm. where I would just, you start by hanging the barbell from the top, like from the squat rack, so it's just hanging there. And you try to get it at a, at a, at a spot that is close to, you know, where the rack is, like where I've set up the rack so I can do bench. Mm-hmm. I would put one... 45 pound plate on one side put a clip on it right i'd lock it into that spot it'd be like this right this be standing straight like a 45 degree angle barbell and people i was like, about to ask how did you, you get it to like not yeah because i like if you had someone to help you that would make it a, a much easier process su- super easy but i never like had a workout partner so i was like yeah you're on the road it was like this i'm not holding that for you no you're, <laughs> you're not getting up at, at at five in the morning uh I go around to the other side and just hoping that don't come off. But even if it did, it would just give a little bounce and it would be fine. Uh, and then put another 45 on the other side and that would be just enough to hold it. It would just be like, whoop, just I'm barely coming off the rack. And uh, then I would load more and more. I would just load a ton of weight on there. Um, there is some effectiveness to reverse band bench, but I just did it so it looked like I, had, I could, you know bench 405 pounds so would that be something you would ever recommend today to anyone or is that kind of like nah it's not really worth it it would it would be if they were like i just want to compete in like strength training and i need to get my bench up and i think that's one way to break through a plateau because the first half of that press is like half of the weight like a quarter of the weight but then then the second half yeah it's it's pretty it, close. Yeah, it's really close to that full weight. That makes sense. So it's like you get used to to holding heavier weight, which is a strategy that people yeah. just use anyway. To so you just need the first half, like explosiveness, exactly to build on. That's right. Okay, I got a little off topic there, but that's all right. That was very interesting. Um, Seventeen billion dollars. Um, that's crazy. Fitness industries. There's a lot of money in the fitness industry, huh? Also, uh, what was it? Some three D renders of the Titanic. Yes. Hit the. Hit the internet. Yeah, we both saw them separately. Yeah, which happens a lot because we're all, we're always browsing the web. Reddit. Yeah, Reddit. <laughs> Reddit <specifically laughs> I wasn't going to say I guess, I guess the web in general. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I just like I'll sit in bed at night and I'll and I'll be like, just reading Wikipedia pages. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I was like, I got started thinking about the Titanic and started looking up pictures and then I started going off on this whole thing. And I got to the point where I saw pictures of the gym in the Titanic. Which? On the Titanic? In and on the Titanic. One of those, right? <laughs> it's it's amazing. I'm gonna th- I'll am gonna i throw the photos up. I'm going to show Matt now. Yeah, I was going to um, say, I don't think I ever until this moment thought about there being a gym yeah. on the Titanic. Like, that's not something that's ever crossed my mind, probably. I don't Never. think I've ever seen it portrayed or yeah, seen pictures of it. No. Okay, here's a picture of the. It's 1912, so they're wearing so like, like their full bike. clothing. That's very weird. Do you think these are just like, uh, like promo images? Like these people weren't actually working out. They're just That's like, oh question. hey, jump up on there. Like, yeah, I'm not let sure. Let me take a picture. If, if it's so was, cool. We have a gym on this ship. That's the greatest cruise liner ever made. But if these people, you know, are on that voyage, you know, certainly they're they're most likely dead. So. Uh, but how would they recover the footage? I don't know. Maybe, you know what I mean? So maybe it is a promo piece. Uh, so they have stationary That's bikes. True. I didn't even think about that. They yeah, have it's probably a, a giant promo picture before they ever took off. It has to be. Uh, a giant, there's a giant stopwatch 
uh, looking thing. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what I was that wondering is. what that part was. And then uh, here's a shot of a. You can see a cable machine on the right side, but in the back, and this is that. This is the highlight for me of this of this gym. Um, it is it is the electric horse, and it's literally what? just a saddle of a horse, and, it and I'm assuming it you know bucks. like a twenty five cent horse That's machine. So interesting. What do you think that was supposed to do? I don't know. (laughs) Who knows? It doesn't really seem like something that belongs in a gym in like modern times. But was there something they were like thinking back then that maybe it was like just we're just gonna beat your ass up and just so your ass gets used to sitting on a horse. Like maybe you're just like yeah, I I can't go horse around a lot back in 1912. Still, you're just like oh, I need to get used to this. Like train those muscles. Sure. Or you're like I'm gonna not be riding horse for three weeks while I'm on the Titanic. Shit. I better beat my ass up with this with this saddle on. Can't the, get too good, used to the good. Can't life. believe they have a, a electrical horse on board. Like you're just like thrilled, and it, then it does seem more like a ride and like a novelty than something that would be useful in the gym. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's I should strange. do some research about you know what they were thinking. Yeah, but. maybe like put a link in the description if there's yeah, any info that we we can find on yeah, there's afterwards. That. There's those ideas because I'm curious <clears throat> myself. Um, I'm also curious. You said a cable machine. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't show you. How old is Here the cable is machine? I don't know, because that's something I would not have expected them to like have back. It, then. It's possible that that's not what this is. I but mean, it looks like it a does cable look machine. like one. Um, you know better than I do, but I guess not. In 1912. Um, here's another shot of the electrical horse. This is um, just a 1912 different version of it, but it looks like. There's more to so it. So interesting. Wasn't well, just a saddle, but um. Anyway, that was crazy. That is crazy. Who would have thought that they were working out on the Titanic? Just sitting on some electric horses, <laughs> sitting on a horse. I do wonder how many people took advantage of the the gym on board. Like how many people used that gym before yeah. it sank? I think we're the only only people that care, the fitness people. So maybe I should do some research and come back on the next episode to, with something. Try to interview. Uh, people like first or second hand accounts yeah i don't think there's any first hand no, accounts is there any, so any living survivors i i, I probably not i don't they think they would so have had to be point. like children yeah and live to like 115 and they're you know children you can't trust anything they say <laughs> there's no way they're gonna be like there was aliens on the titanic <laughs> yeah aliens suck the titanic you heard it here <clears throat> um and then i saw another moving on yes because uh, we, yeah. we could come back to it we could talk all night about the titanic um i saw a picture of uh it was a picture of Bruce Lee. I'm looking at it now. <laughs> and it was split in half. And on the right side was, it looks like a Yahtzee score sheet, but it's really his workout. It's his oh. entire workout. Um, at the uh, Hack Kyung Gymnasium. And uh, 1965. He's doing squat. That's number one. He's doing three sets. C- guess how much weight he's moving around. He's the little guy. Yeah, I was going to say, he's not too big. Maybe like... Squats. What's what do you squat? Uh, like I'll do three fifteen for a set. I'm gonna go like one forty. Yeah, I would have said something similar or maybe a little bit more. Ninety five pounds. He's doing three sets of ten reps. It's the first thing. I think he could probably push a little bit harder there. But obviously, he's not concerned about having tree trunk yeah, legs. Yeah, well, he wants to be fast. Right. Right. He's doing the French press. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> That's when you. Know. Make put, some coffee. Make coffee grounds. Soak coffee grounds in hot water and then squeeze the life out of it. Um, incline curl. 
Okay. Four sets, 35. I don't know if those are dumbbells or probably not, judging by the by the amount of weight he <laughs> put up on his squat rack. Yeah, that's that's pretty low. I figured, I mean, I don't know the how The con curl? I don't even know what that is. Con curl? Maybe he had like his own proprietary. He's doing a lot of push-ups. Um, that makes sense. Tricep stretch. Dumb, dumbbell circle. Reverse curl, wrist curl, and then sit up and calf raises. Interesting. Um, yeah, I thought it was fascinating to see like him writing out his his workout. Yeah, he must have been like very regimented in it. It says forearms, biceps, and triceps on the side of this, which is just maybe a note he made. But anyway, I thought that was fascinating. That is pretty pretty cool. Uh, does it say how many times he worked out a week? Like, was that what he did throughout the week or was that like he's just doing that every day in the gym yeah i don't know maybe that's why yeah, like, maybe the weight that's, was so low it could be that because he's he, like he's i'm just gonna do this day. every single day that seems like a lot of volume as far as i know he was like pretty much the same size like the entire like his entire career yeah he was a short king wasn't he i think he was pretty short and like he was like fit but i don't think he was like ever like sure i mean this ripped, is like this huge is like him kind of fit, thing so yeah like he yeah. was just kind of like in shape exactly and you certainly wouldn't want to challenge him, even if you were, if you maybe had a better physique than him. Also, it's 1965, so he's getting he's getting uh, tips from Jack Lalane. <laughs> All right, we talked about doing a meal of the week, and yeah. um, the meal of the week this week has been just Chipotle because oh. my wife's been gone. Oh yeah, but I no need to hit to my macros. Yeah, I mean, I did cook some steak today, but I feel overwhelmed having the baby on my own. Um, despite having a, a, a babysitter yesterday for four hours and then my mother-in-law today. Yeah, so I just get like a steak bowl. So it's a two-time steak bowl, double the steak uh, with brown rice, tomato salsa, fajitas, and lettuce. And that's it. I actually added it to my um, to my meals uh, that I assigned to clients. Because a lot of them uh, are like... Like the, the whole Chipotle order? That That Chipotle order, yeah. Um, and then it scales to their macros, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's like the go-to and yeah, it's like, I mean, it's a it's, legitimate meal. You can get out easily, yeah. pretty accessible for most people. Exactly. That is like, that is macro friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And that seems pretty rare in the, the world of like fast food. Is there any others, you know, like that? Uh, yeah, there's a lot. Um, I actually have like a whole list of like restaurants with specific meals that I think would be macro the most macro friendly or the healthiest that seems um, like a good thing to have kind of like a list of that, that yeah. whether it's actually written down or you just kind of have a, a few like no it's all written down i did this your, recently because i wanted i wanted to record some content about it yeah that makes sense yeah so um and i had what started it is i had like three people ask me in a week about yeah. where they should eat out at and i was like okay let me let me make a list so um maybe we'll share that at some point that's awesome. Um, that makes a lot of sense to to have that. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's a lot of people that that's where they kind of get stuck in like bad habits is they're, they're out, they're busy and they just don't have that like knowledge of where can I go? That's easy still. Yeah. That is going to keep me like on my meal plan for the day. Yeah. I mean, it's just like whenever something it whenever trying to get a meal in becomes inconvenient in some way, it's like, that's when you're just like, I don't care. 
yeah, whatever. I'm hungry. I'm just going to eat something. Yeah. And especially like, it's one thing to, oh, I'm not feeling it today. I don't want to go to the gym. Like that's one thing. But when you're hungry, it's like, I need food right now. Like, I don't care. Like, I just want this feeling of hunger to go away. That's that's a pretty good point. For thousands of years, we've craved food <laughs> to keep us alive. And I mentioned this on the other podcast. I was talking about fasting, and I was like, I'm always so impressed with people that can do that because it's like, it's not that you just want food; you actually need food food to survive. And so there's like you're fighting more than just your desire to have something you want. You're like literally fighting against human nature. Your human nature, yeah, to 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 consume food. So, um, yeah. I was like, that takes a lot of self-control. I feel like it's the, one of the ultimate tests. But anyway, um, I'm trying a new supplement this week from Alpha Lion, who I'm sponsored by. Um, Shout out Alpha full, Lions. Dis- full disclosure. Shout out Alpha Lions. All the Alpha Lions out there. <laughs> Let me see you. Uh, <laughs> do you remember, uh, what is the movie that came out, The Knives Out? So- Glass Onion? Yeah, in Glass Onion, there was... Yeah. Uh, Batista was wearing... Like his introduction shot, he's wearing like an alpha lion t-shirt. He's wearing like a lion. It does. It does look like one. I was like, did he get signed? I, they didn't tell us that. Batista, <laughs> Batista's on the got signed the alpha roster. Um, but I'm trying their their. Um, it's called Superhuman Post. Everything is superhuman, then something else after it. Okay. Um, and it's is this the first time Alpha Lions had like a post? Oh, uh, they've okay. had it for a little while. I've just, okay. I haven't tried it. I was just taking creatine on my own. This okay. has creatine in it and a couple other things to help with recovery. So I thought I'd give it a shot. So I'll throw that up there. Um, how, how long have you been doing it now? Um, probably like three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah. Have you noticed any, any like difference uh, in the way you feel? Or is it? Not necessarily. I think my main concern was just getting in the creatine. If these other things can help me yeah. even a little bit, then bring it on. You know, I'm taking as much as I can. But my i mean my recovery is on point so i so it's at least at the bare minimum it's hitting the bar that it needs yeah, to and exactly. it's probably doing more than you've even been yeah, able to exactly. notice in this like short test period mm-hmm. and i'm sure a lot of that stuff it's like you'd notice if you weren't doing it but it's not noticeable when you're doing it sometimes yeah. and then i had a i had someone ask me the question i did a bunch of questions this week um i mean i answered a bunch of questions this week on social media i was really intentional about doing that this week but Someone asked me about the the effectiveness of supplements, and I, I said, like, you have to understand, like, there, there's just, like, this misconception that they're going to help you achieve, like, 50% of your results or something, mm-hmm. when in reality, it's, like, the number's so low. I mean, it's, it's going to help you, but it's way less than you think it is, and people don't set their expectations right and then they go in thinking that this one supplement's going to change everything they're thinking and it's they a still, steroid yeah and, and they still like, eat like gonna shit make me yeah. make me swole and exactly it's like no like they're only going to enhance if you're doing good workouts with good eating habits outside of taking those supplements yeah exactly so it's like and then if you go in thinking that obviously that's not going to happen and then you're just like oh nothing supplements works don't work yeah when it's just bad habits that you might yeah. have outside of just bad info, like not understanding that, you know, if I, I use them because I want to use every tool available to me to try to, you know, push myself and my gains Get that, to the yeah, next that level. extra so, yeah. little, little bit, even if it's just a couple percentages. Yeah. So, but 
Yes. Like, why wouldn't you take advantage of exactly. that if it's something you can do that's easily accessible to you, that's not harmful? Like, why wouldn't you Yeah. at that point? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it tastes great. All of their stuff what's, tastes What's phenomenal. the flavor of this one? Does it have a, like, specific some flavor? Granny, granny apple or something. Granny apple? I don't know. Yeah. So it's like a, a Granny Smith apple, like a green apple that's probably flavor? What it, exactly. That's those, probably exactly. Those are, mean. like, hit and miss for me, but when they're good, I'm like, I actually yeah. really like this. Yeah. Something try green, some. green apple I tried recently. Oh no! Put you to sleep. Um, let's do some questions, and and then we'll uh, we'll phase it out. Sounds good to me. Try to keep it around 20, 30 minutes. You know what I mean? We don't want to take. Who listens to an hour over an hour long podcast? I listen to hour long podcasts all the time. Honestly, I did see a show uh, recently Thursday. Uh, me and Missy went a live show. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We uh, went to the Electric Chain here in Nashville. This guy that was performing there. And uh, we'd met him before at a, like, house show. Really cool dude. Very talented. Like, been on American Idol, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we go see him. And uh, he's talking with a British accent. And I was like, this is so strange. And it was, like, pretty damn good. good. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point that I'm like, oh, like, where's where's the guy we're coming to see? She's like, that's him. I said, what? <laughs> he's British. He wasn't British. And he's, he's not British. actually British. Well, why was he doing that? I think he's just like a performer. Like he was having so much fun and it was so good. They played. He's playing music? He was singing and he had a band. True. It was fantastic. Like it's one of those but, things but so, where. So, so in between songs, he's got a British accent. Yeah. You don't sing. Yeah. With he didn't accent. sing with a British accent. Okay. So that's. But they were fantastic. They went from, uh, they were doing a cover of these boots are made for walking mm-hmm. and then they like went into like a musical break between like the, the end of that song and then the next song yep. and just kind of like float into it and they just started playing the immigrant song by Red, led zeppelin i was like this is maybe one of the greatest Whoa. things i've ever seen live like it's just one of those things that was just like yeah in nashville like there's so many people that are more talented than like the gig would require sure so like you wouldn't expect to see that good of a show there but, but it was incredible, and yeah. we're in Nashville, so there's just, like, incredible guitarists, exactly. incre- incredible singers that are just, like... That's why I'm, like, at church, I'm, like, how is everybody so talented? And they're, they're yeah. like, uh, we're in Nashville. I'm, like, yeah, keep like, these, basically everyone here, if they caught the, the right break that are performing in that level or higher, it's, like, yeah, they could be legitimately somebody. It's just there's this many spots and this many people just in Nashville trying yeah, to get exactly. those spots. trying to make it. But so man, like play I was I was thoroughly impressed. I would. That's uh, incredible. Uh, can we talk about that song? Because that song is unreal. It's like one of it's like one of the the higher songs in my gym. Like go to gym. Like I just rock like turn to Missy. Like Missy, do you know what song this is? Because I like start it to like realize like oh they're they're like going into that like before that part ever hit. I was like oh yeah. I know what's about to happen. Like Missy, do you know what's about to happen? She's like no, I don't think I know. So I'm like. It's Led Zeppelin. The guitarist completely nailing it. Oh my god! The drummer completely nailing it. Bass player, and it was just incredible. It was one of the the like standout moments of living in Nashville for me so far. It was just like, oh, I've been like some house shows and like they're great, but like an actual stage with the lighting tech and a sound guy. Do you remember? Do you remember the girl with the dragon tattoo with the remake with Trent Reznor? Did it with Daniel Craig, Trent, Trent Reznor, who's from Nine Inch Nails. Mm-hmm. He redid the the immigrant song, mm-hmm. and it is unreal. Like that's the song that's actually on my playlist. Yeah, it makes that, sense. It's a little more like 
yeah. punchy. It's like you're gonna hit a PR. Let's put this on. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll put it on, and we'll we'll be like our boss and friend. He's he's like turn that off. He'll he'll listen to anything. He's like, don't play that. That's demonic. <laughs> it's demonic, mm. uh, but it's so good. <laughs> Makes me so angry. I lift so much weight when I listen to it. The demons are demons. Deep. Demons are lifting weights for me. If the gym's busy, is it cool to do, do some exercises out of order? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, what would your guess be? I I would assume. That's probably okay because you're working on an entire like muscle group. There's the second question is how important are variations? These kind of go together. So the answer is yes, except for um, your your heavy compound movements. Those need to be prioritized in the beginning of your workout. Oh, because you, you do them back to back first. You like. need to get like you have the most energy in the beginning of your workout. You have to dedicate that energy and intensity to those heavier compound movements. That makes um, sense. Because they're hitting more than one thing at a time. And if you're trying to focus on a certain area because it's lacking, mm -hmm. that also needs to be up towards the front. So Just I so prioritize like the most intense workout you're going to be able to do that time. Exactly. Yeah. What would you consider that you said heavy compound workouts? Yeah. What, so what are some examples of that? Um, so like um, if it's leg day, your squat. Okay. I was, that, I was thinking it, squats in my head, a like lot of stuff that you have a lot of weight with legs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then if it's, if it's chest day, it's, it's, you know, bench press or inclined bench press. Um, if it's, if it's back day, it, you know, it's like bent over row, all the other auxiliary movements, it doesn't really matter what, what order you do them in. It's, so if you're bored and you want to mix it up or if you're just like, that it's busy and the machine's taken. Yeah. Um, you can jump to something else. Now, why are variations important? I get this question a lot because I post a lot of workouts that are variations and the like the TikTok uh, echo chamber is like, that's not optimal. And I'm, I'm going, I understand that. I know that. We all know that. First of all, optimal is, it's like person to person varies so drastically that it's hard to say, oh, this is the only optimal movement, but, they're, but they say it. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I know it's not optimal. I'm, I'm, giving, I'm putting out variations out there, and one of the reasons why is um, when you're at the gym at 5 o'clock and everything's taken, do you just go, oh, I'm just going to leave now and not do this thing? Or do you go, oh, I understand another way to to execute this exercise with like a different machine that might be available that time. Exactly. Um, so it's so important to know variations of the movements that you're doing in your workout because you're going to need them at some point. And yeah, you know, it makes a lot of sense. And if you're in a, if you're programming stuff yourself after 12 weeks or so, you should be, you know, switching it up, uh, you know, not drastically, but doing a variation of, the movements you did in the previous one. The issue I encounter most is people are not doing it because it's not available. So they need an alternative. Yeah. Or they're bored and the boredom is affecting their intensity. Yeah. And they're, I'm like, well, if something new may be less optimal, but it's going to excite you and you're going to give more energy and intensity to it. You're going to get a to better it. result from yeah. that. So then that's executing that ex exercise in a better way 
then you're executing the optimal movement. Exactly. So then that becomes optimal. Yeah. So uh, it, it kills me. All the, the TikTok, they're stuck in this this narrow Yeah. Of there's these beam. 12 exercises and yeah. that's all you need to get shredded. And that's true. But it's also true that that's going to be a lot harder, like plan to stick to than having all that information in your, your exactly. like tool belt. Exactly. So um, that answers that question. What is the dumbest workout and why is it kickbacks? <laughs> I don't think I know what kickbacks are. You're, you're going to have okay, to explain this sure, to me I'm first. Gonna I'm going to demonstrate. <clears throat> so kickbacks are a tricep workout um, where you like, you're standing up. Now you're bent over. So your uh, torso is parallel with the floor and you're, you're extending your arm this way. So you're kicking back your arm this way, right? Okay. It's going from here to here. You may be hitting your tricep at the very top of it, but anywhere else, it's like there's no tension on it. Mm-hmm. But if you do it with a cable, you're getting tension almost the entire time. Okay. Um, so the cable is a way better version than a, than a dumbbell kickback. I would say dumbbell kickback is probably one of the worst movements. So right. there's, there's movements that can be terrible if executed one way, but actually sort of effective if you execute it with a different machine in a different way. Yeah. Um, people think that people would, I think they would s- separate cable and dumbbell in this instance because it's so drastic. Yeah. I like, mean, that makes, makes sense to me. The way you've explained um, but then if you think about it, <laughs> if you stand up, now I'm standing up, right? Mm-hmm. Take a cable, press it down like this. It's literally the same movement. So, you're just bent over doing one. Yeah, so you're bent over for no reason, essentially. So That is very interesting. So I think this guy's right. He answered his own question, and it's kickbacks, specifically the dumbbell kickbacks. Is there another movement that comes close to that? Let me just think for a second. Would you say uh, oh, CrossFit pull-ups? CrossFit pull-ups. Um, Where they're just, just swinging. Sure. I think that's – certainly I think that's dumb – Obviously, I would say that that's dumb, but here's the thing. It's like we have this, you and I have this whiskey blind uh, flight board. I mean, we we don't collectively own it. It's yours, Mm -hmm. but we have this game that we play, right? There's two notches on either end. I have a marble. You have a marble. We throw, we roll the marbles back and forth trying to get them in the notch. It's a little mini game when we're, when we're drinking whiskey. Mm -hmm. We've basically created our own sport and that's what they've done with CrossFit. It's its own sport. Th- it's its own thing. And so it's not strength training. It's not, it's not bodybuilding. It's not, it's, it's a sport in a category of its own that requires you to look like an absolute monkey doing pull-ups. Is it effective in any way to, to, to make you stronger or build muscle? No. But it, are you going to go to the CrossFit Games if you don't yank your body around like that? No, you're not going to make it in the sport. So it's like, that's so dumb. But it's also... So you would you would see CrossFit less as like a legitimate workout like style and more as like its own individual sport. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. I've not heard that. It, it makes it make a little more sense. And if you think about it, I think they would still be pissed about it. Oh, for sure. Because I feel like the people I've met that do CrossFit are like, oh, yeah, like that's the only thing I've ever done that gave me results. And I think the reason is, is because it's so enjoyable for people. Yeah, exactly. So when you, 
people are like, nothing ever worked for me. Like going to the gym, working out never worked for me. But like turning it into a fun game. It made I, you more engaged. Where I just yank my body around until I fall and break my neck. That's, I've seen too many of those videos. Um, <laughs> that's fun. And, I, and, and so they're like committed to it and they're excited about it. And so they put more effort into it and then they lose weight. And I yeah. mean, it is, uh, they are doing movements that, that do that, that, that help in those areas, but not the pull up. I got a gym story. People will come up to you at the gym and, and, and you know, 98% of people have their headphones on me. If, if my, I forget to charge my headphones, I'm just sitting there like a raw dog in the gym, raw dog in life, raw dog in the gym with just ears on <laughs> just listening to the gym playlist. Um, if that's you, like it's either, it's one of two things that that, that person forgot to charge the headphones. They don't have the headphones that they usually have or want to have. Um, and then two, they're psychopathic. They're absolutely insane. They're insane or they're lost or they have dementia and they're just wandered into the gym because started nobody picking <laughs> started picking weights up, started riding mechanical horses, <laughs> brought a mechanical horse in. Uh, so, so most people, the point is that most people have headphones and when someone has headphones, you know, you'd have to really, you'd really interrupt them to, to get them to hear what you have to say. So we've just developed a sign language like gym specific sign language. It's, it's, it's its own sign language. And, um, you have to kind of read lips too. So maybe it's not just sign language, but you know, people come up to you and be like, are you done with that? Are you done with that? So you like, no, are using this, using this, using this, using this pointing. Um, and it's usually pretty obvious what they're trying to communicate, but, um, there's this, this guy that works out of the gym. He's every time I see, see him he's so stoked to see me and i'm so stoked to see him because he's stoked to see me so i'm like really excited so we just like have our own hand gestures and stuff um and he told me recently that he was really focused on getting his legs up his legs are lacking and he's just gonna be hitting them a lot and so he's doing them like two or three times a week so i'll be in there and i'll be doing my workout and he's over there this was on on thursday i was doing a chest workout and I see him. I mean, he's like 20 meters away. And he's like spots me. And he's like, hey. and I'm like, hey, we, you know, we connected. And he was like, check out my legs. He's just, we're communicating. We had a whole conversation with just like points to his legs. He shows me his legs. I'm working on my legs. I said, that's amazing. Good job. Keep it up. Three times a week. Three times a week. You know, I'm just doing this. And it's just like we're signing. It's you like know, your own version of uh I, he, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get him to steal second base. <laughs> uh, so if you like walk into the gym and if someone were to walk between us, which was, which happened, I'm like, we must look absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. Just communicating and pointing to different parts of our bodies. So I thought that was interesting. A part of gym culture, you might not know if you're not in the gym. And um, maybe I shouldn't make a, a chart. Yeah. Like a little chart with all of the different gestures and what they mean. You should make a video but, for your YouTube channel. Coming soon. That's the, Matt, the ideas, man. Strikes again. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap this up. Well, wow. Holy cow. We did, like, we covered a lot of things. Yeah. And there was some structure to it, so hopefully um, this was more enjoyable. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. We'll see how, how, the, how the metrics go. Um, but thanks for joining us. Get those metrics up. I need to take over. <laughs> Matt's. Well, you're about to get hired as the uh, the co-host, uh, the co-host, 
and ideas, man. So you got to keep bringing the ideas, I guess. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Can I just remind people, um, you know, unless you're on a platform for deadlift or squat, can you not walk around with just your socks on in the gym? That'd be great. Um, because you walk out of the bathroom with your socks on and you walk to your station, which is also a station that other people use, and your fucking socks. This, this is, is a podcast, podcast where people, people do gym stuff, gym stuff and people other do gym stuff too. <laughs>